But now I'm right there. So, listen, they have to finish the season out. It's time for us to hand LeBron his flowers so, while he's still alive so he can smell them. on this special edition of the dip nba podcast we are back again after a short hiatus we missed a couple days there uh ready to get back on track with content content though and we're here for a brand new segment here on the dip and really what this is going to do is going to take a look into some guys in the league who maybe they sound better on paper uh not necessarily uh as effective as you would want them to be uh, in the system that you're trying to use them for or the system that you believe they would be good for. Uh, Guys that are better in theory when you're sitting there having a conversation with your buddies about the league and you're like, oh yeah, so-and-so would be great on this team. When in reality, would they actually be good on that team? And are they actually good when they move to those teams that you want them to? Um, A lot of guys guys have uh, been like this uh, within the league and I think we're going to be kind of calling out some of them today. Uh, to a to a certain degree, putting them in the uh, uh, hot seat. There is one thing I want to hear you react to first before we really fall into this. Actually, a couple things. Russell Westbrook is shooting fifty three percent on corner threes this season. Interesting, interesting for the season. Fifty three percent. Yep. Here's what I have wrong with that. Westbrook shouldn't have to be shooting 53% from the three. But that's that's something. There's yes, something there. The other guys need to be hitting the threes, though. I know. True. But the thing is, though, if Russ can reliably hit the corner three, the Lakers offense opens that much more up. But the I next thing I had, I don't, uh, I don't know either because, one, it's not a high attempt rate for him. 13% of his threes come from the corner. But of those 13%, of that 13%, he's shooting 53%. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good still. It's respectable. But then DeMar DeRozan is the league leader in points. He's getting after it. Is that the other thing you wanted me to react to? Yeah. I'll give you my reaction. DeMar is a motherfucking bucket. <laughs> so this is not no surprise to you. Here's, here's what I... Listen, did I not say at the beginning of the season they were going to be a fun team? Oh, yeah, for sure. And not only are they fun, they're good. They're really good. How Caruso, much? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Caruso, Lonzo, the whole, the whole nine. But how much of what playing under Pop did for DeMar is like manifesting itself right now? That Just and his also... His evolution as a playmaker. I feel like what happened in San Antonio was DeMar had to play into his system, which meant he was no longer playing high isolation basketball like he is right now. Mm-hmm. And he's taken those years off to learn, like you said, learn other things about his game. And it's made him even better at the isolation scoring. <laughs> like and now he's and now, but now, but he's willing to do those other things more now. 
Exactly. So it just did nothing but expand him. Right. He became well, that, more well-rounded. Exactly. That's what he needed to do, and that's what he's going to need to do if they want to be in the playoffs. And if they want to get Here's what anywhere. it really comes down to. I think he can do it in the postseason. Zach Levine is still the big question mark right now. Really? In my opinion, I have faith in DeRozan because he's at least been to the playoffs before. Yeah. So you at least know he 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 knows he knows playoff basketball to a certain degree. He always yeah. got destroyed by LeBron, but hey, maybe he learned a lot from that too. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So so he has experience. Zach Levine is going to have to be incredible for them to do what a lot of people think they're going to do. I don't think we're going to see him in the Western Conference Finals per, or the Eastern Conference Finals personally. I really don't. Are yeah, I think that's pretty fair. The, are they going to finish at the top of the East? Absolutely. Is it fucking fun to watch? It is. DeMar's cold as ice. Utah cold. Jazz? Huh? Utah Jazz-like? Yeah, but they don't have the reputation up- yet, so you can't even compare them. This is, this I don't is, know. They haven't even made it to the playoffs yet. You know what I mean? Like true. The Jazz, the, the the reputation of the Jazz right now is that they keep getting there and they can't finish. Exactly. This this iteration is hasn't been to the playoffs yet, so I don't think <laughs> really, can't really make that comparison quite yet. Yeah, but, uh, true. I, I I do think that they're a second round exit. Fair enough. Yeah, I definitely think that they could beat New York, especially New York. I Atlanta. think they could beat. Atlanta, Boston, and Philadelphia in the playoffs. I'm not putting them above beating Brooklyn. No, I would. I definitely wouldn't either because there's still a gear that's yet to be found there. Even though Brooklyn is winning games here and there, they're winning games respectively. But mm-hmm. that that Chicago is doing the same exact thing. They're mm-hmm. winning games respectively too. But yeah, yeah I don't we know. Will, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Truly, yeah. Yeah, I really think so too. I for that was the first time that has crossed my mind in the past like two of this season was that I was like the Chicago Bulls might actually be fun to watch in the playoffs. They might actually have something there. And I'm actually really look this is going to be a good playoffs this year. I'm really looking forward to it. One more yeah. thing here though. Is Jonas Valančiūnas going to turn himself into a Brook Lopez like player? Is he already a Brook Lopez type player? Well, I mean, he's stretching it out the three point to the three point range this season. Brook Lopez pretty notably had an outlier season where he shot 30, what, 38, 39% from three on good volume. Mm-hmm. That might be Valanciunas this year. He may be trying to find himself on a contending team that needs a stretch big man like Brook Lopez, except Brook Lopez is better on defense, obviously. But he's in New Orleans right now. He's not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, but you never know. Somebody might bite on that. I don't know. Would that be good in New York? Would the Knicks take a look at that? I was thinking, personally, I was thinking Atlanta. Oh, move off Capella? Mm -hmm. I've been kind of thinking that lately, too, if Atlanta might need to do that. And or Collins. And then you're really dynamically, then you're really dynamic offensively. No, because you keep Collins. I don't know. Then you're really dynamic offensively. I feel like there's questions about the Trey and Collins fit. Mm, I don't know. Uh, that's It's going to be interesting, though, to see how this really shakes out. Um, yeah. 
I wouldn't be surprised if Atlanta's in the playing game. I'm not going to be surprised either. I watched them pr- flop pretty hard against Philadelphia the other night. Philadelphia's bench squad yet again ground out a win. And mm-hmm. Atlanta literally just stopped playing with about three and a half minutes left. And let's not forget what that is too, to a certain degree. Although I don't like him. He's a good coach. Doc Rivers? Yep. Uh, He's a good he? regular season coach. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't really make that many adjustments in the regular season. <laughs> you just let them run. You just let yeah. guys go out there and compete. But you know which guys to go to, though. You yeah. Have the li- you have the lineup almost too tight. It works for the regular season, but it doesn't work for the playoffs all yeah. the time. Um, let's go ahead and dive into uh, these guys that uh, are better on paper, uh, sound better in theory. Um, why don't you go ahead and hit us with your first one? So my first one here, I don't know if this is hot or not, but I'm saying De'Aaron Fox. Ooh. That's a little hot. That's a little hot. Well, I mean, he's been floated Mm. by yours truly as a trade piece for Ben Simmons Mm. to go to Philadelphia and be an effective player. But when we're really looking at De'Aaron Fox this year, below average from what we expect from him, he's been slumping a little bit. This is his fourth NBA season. Mm -hmm. I don't have any stats on him, but I can look that up here. I'm trying to pull it up right now. I know it's down because I think he was at 25 last season. And I think he's around 20 or 21 this season. So he's taking a step. We got 20 points a game, three rebounds, five assists. Percentages. 42 from the field was at 47 last season. 32 from three last season is at 26 right now. The yikes. Same volume Oof. too. Yeah. Yep. That doesn't look good. Hey, Better from the free throw over line, a quarter but of less the way attempts. into the season. Yeah. So this is a trend. This is a real thing that's happening. Yeah. 25.2 points per game last season to 20.1 this season. He's starting Current. out rough. Starting yeah. Out not that good. I mean, maybe it's not that hot. And maybe that makes me feel a little bit better about one of the guys that I uh, am bringing up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, what, if he gets out of there, besides Philly, where could he end up? Uh, see, just... He's a good young point guard. Anywhere that needs a good young point guard, I feel like it's secretly like 20 teams in the league. You know, like... He could really go about anywhere and probably make a pretty good impact if he went to Boston, played beside the Jays. He would be great if he went to. Could they pull it off with like Marcus Marcus Smart, Al Horford? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I wouldn't send Horford. I don't think that the Kings want him anyways. I don't think Boston can afford it. I think that if Boston really wants to swing to the fences for the fences, they just try to get Fox and Rashawn Holmes. I think ultimately they just need to try to get Ben Simmons, but yeah, true. There's a couple of teams that really do need to be calling on Ben Simmons right now, but I think I'm sure, I'm sure it's happening. Boston. Ben Simmons. You basically have three wing players, but Ben Simmons isn't necessarily a wing player. He's more of a playmaker. That just challenges Los Angeles Clippers very tightly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Ben Simmons looks great in LA too. Exactly. Um, we were Clippers. talking about that last episode too. I was just, that would be arguably an even better fit for that team. But Darren yeah, Fox. Poor, poor guy, or, dude. He's been through a lot of coaches. Yeah. 
I know. And like, he's just never been on solid ground in Sacramento. No culture. Yeah, exactly. So it's tough to say whether this regression that he has right now is truly himself or if this is him, just the system has ground on him. Product of environment. Exactly. He's still putting up decent numbers, though. You can't really say that he's not being a contributor because he's just... That three percentage is rough on the damn near the same amount of attempts. Yeah, that That's is not rough. a good look. No, but... Yeah. <laughs> the field goal percentage overall is not a good look either. He hasn't yeah. shot this low percentage since his rookie season. Well, what the fuck can I say? My fucking lead guard on my team is like Russ, Ru- Russell Westbrook, so I have no reason. Hey, Russ, Russ is... Got it up below above forty three percent. I'm sure, and I'm not about to about to sit here and say Russ looks better on paper because some some Russ is very questionable on play on paper. Yeah, facts. Uh, here's another guy uh, that I'll go ahead and toss into the uh, toss into the fire here, Demontis Sabonis. Nice, I like it, that. Isn't that isn't that good? That is so true. Yes, because. Talented all-star big man that doesn't play defense. Mm-hmm. Plays poor defense at that. Right. It's a poor Good. man's Jokic on offense. Exactly. Poor a man's poor Jokic. man's Jokic. <laughs> His three looks bad. Have you seen him shoot threes? It doesn't look pleasant. No, like there is no lift to it. He is not a three and D kind of player at all. He is your prototypical. He's He needs to be a power forward. He needs mm-hmm. to be a power forward next he needs to, to be a stretch a, four next to a written. Well, I don't know. He just needs to be an elbow forward. Yeah, That's elbow. Mark Gasol. Mark Gasol, Mark Gasol Ex- is smaller. And le- like point you better get of decent his defense. At three. Better get decent and you better get decent at protecting the rim too. Mm-hmm. If not get better at look at what DeAndre Ayton has done. He went from being an awful perimeter defender. Sabonis can definitely find something there. Yeah. Yeah, he's I not. Think, I think him it comes and Ben Simmons, effort for him. Well, I don't know. I think, I think him and smart. Ben Simmons are the same size. Yeah, let's see. So, he's sitting at. I don't see his fucking height here. I would say he's probably about six ten. So he's not even a true six. Okay, two forty. All right. So seventeen points, twelve rebounds, four assists. Last That's, season he was at. 20, 12, and 6. So he's only down a little bit in points. Let's see percentage-wise. Ah, he's shooting better for the field. Worse from three. I don't know. I just don't know about it. Let's see how many attempts. Well, he dropped. He dropped two attempts. A damn near a three. So he's shooting better on less attempts. Hmm. I just don't think it games. looks that. So this is this is where it really comes. He looks better on paper, right there. Exactly. You know what <clears> I mean. <throat> I mean the stats are there, but overall, <clears throat> let me bring this up here. I mean, he's a plus defender. It looks like at least from the numbers. So the numbers are all there. But then again, let's bring up the most important part: the I Indiana Pacers. 10, exactly. 16, 13th in the Eastern Conference. And apparently they're pressing the red button, dude. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I would Abort be too. They have guys. Mm-hmm. They have guys. And they have nothing out of it. And there's a guy out there named Ben Simmons. 
And there's a guy out there named Dame Lillard. And there's a guy out there named... Fuck, if Dame Lillard pick. goes to the Pacers, I will jump off a bridge. That's not going to happen, but... Ugh, that would be <laughs> terrible. We could drive to Indiana, though, to see him. Yeah, true, that but... That, that wouldn't be, be that bad. Part. Go see him play like Cleveland on a fucking Tuesday or something and just <laughs> ice him. Drop <laughs> like 80 on him. Mitch would just be crying in the corner on the way home. Oh my God, I wish. Yeah, but... Uh, and this is like... So, uh, and let's clarify here. I mean, we're calling it better on paper. Some of these guys look better on paper and then they don't pass the eye test. Some of them are just better in theory. You think, oh, De'Aaron Fox, but like, really? Will he, will he be that great? You know what I mean? So this is where we're seeing like both sides of this um mm-hmm. uh because it's not just solely defined to guys who are just better on paper strictly uh some guys look decent right. on paper you know what i mean um i mean sabonis is there he's got mm-hmm. the stats that make it look good you know like what team wouldn't want that from the your center position exactly but when you watch it in real life you're like what's going on here yeah facts all right uh Go ahead with one. Evan Fournier of the New York Knicks. Yes. This is a guy. <laughs> Fuck Evan Fournier. I'll tell you what, dude. He's not even good on 2K. <laughs> trash on 2K. That's my ultimate test for players. Career 38% three-point shooter on good volume. Five attempts throughout his career. But you know what? Like, we talked about it. That... Game one of the season for the Knicks was literally the Knicks peak. I feel like mm-hmm. like that was the best game. The Knicks have played all season was game one. Fournier and Randall had the little handoffs going together, but it's just not there anymore. They're not going to it. Randall is literally just fighting and scrapping to get points for this team. And Fournier just, I don't know. He's a contributing non-contributor. Like he's just kind of out there on offense and every time he gets the ball passed to him, yeah, he might make something happen with it. But if that's not going, then he's not on, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's just not working right now. This season, he's sitting on 13 points per game, 77% from the free throw, 39% from three on seven attempts, close to seven attempts per game, but 41% from the field overall. But is it that great or is it just better on paper? It sounds like it's better on the three looks great. The three percentage looks fantastic, but right. Other than that, like 41% from the field overall. So he's not converting on layups. He's only getting to the free throw line once, if that per game. So he's not drawing fouls. Knicks are down bad right now. Speaking of which Kemba Walker has just been excused out of the rotation. That's mm-hmm. bad. That is sorry that's embarrassing. That is. It is. All right. They're they're one piece away, though, aren't they? Uh they're one good point guard away. Yeah. That's what they were trying. They really tried with Kemba to get make him that guy. Because they just need a guy besides Barrett and Randall. Mm-hmm. They need they need to complete that. And Rand uh, Barrett's not there just yet, but he's getting there. He's still young, but this is his what third season? So he's still getting there. Yeah. And they're 11th right good. now. That's bad. And Fournier wow. got paid. I know. That's the even worse part. Fournier got paid and they're 11th right now. He is their second oh. highest paid player. 11 and 12. 
Wow. Oof. Looking like the Lakers out here. Could they have like a Toronto Ramp Raptors though, like championship though, if they really pulled in that, that star? I mean, they got to pieces. Ah, it's just tough to say because IQ, I feel like RJ Barrett, Julius Randle. I really feel like they're three moves away. Ooh. They need to clear up the center rotation. They need to see who they want out of Nerlens Noel, Taj Gibson, and Mitchell Robinson. They need to we figure out Taj what they're is doing. Staying. I sadly, and Taj will always get 15 minutes a game for for Tibbs. Tibbs always. How long will Tibbs last there, though? I think he's got another at least season. Two more seasons. He's got at least two more seasons. I'd I was say. thinking at least one, but he might, depending on they how they made the playoffs. That good, the Knicks are loving that. The Knicks will yeah. make the playoffs this year, but I'm not saying they're any higher than probably the seven seed. And Madison Square Garden's ticket gate is loving it. Let's be honest. Exactly. So this is the most successful Knicks team of the past, like what, eight years. Yeah. So I mean, since two, 2013. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, it's just, I think Tibbs has plenty of elbow room here to keep doing what he wants, mm-hmm. but they just got to figure out what they're going to be doing here. <laughs> I don't think Fournier is a guy that you can truly rely on. I think they need to move Mitchell Robinson to Toronto and see they if may- maybe they can swing Gary Trent Jr. out of it. I was thinking, do they make a move for like a Malcolm Brogdon? No. They need Gary Trent and they need Dame Lillard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they could get Dame somehow. I wonder if Toronto would do that because then they get a big, a real big in Mitchell Robinson. They rehab his health back Fits up. into their timeline. Yeah, young guy. I would personally take Nerlens Noel over Robinson just because Noel is a little bit more proven. Mm-hmm. I think that that fits well there in New York. Make him the backup center and make or make him the starting center and then put Taj down there. But I mean, are you really saying it's a bad lineup if they did swing a trade like that and had Derrick Rose, Gary Trent Jr., RJ Barrett, Julius Randle, and Nerlens Noel in the playoffs? Yeah. I like I that. Be, it's not that bad. Can you get away with moving Randle to the five and playing Burks in at the small forward then? I think you'd that would be given up. That'd once. be rough. Yeah, that'd be tight. Be pretty rough. Yeah. I'd be tight on defense. Randall's really a true power forward. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like Evan Fournier, he just not doing it. No, absolutely not. Go ahead and get my next guy pulled up mm-hmm. here. This one hurts. Oh no. <laughs> you know, you know who it is. No. Oh, is it is it Rocco? It's Roko. It's our boy. <clears throat> All right, let's go in on him then. I we mean, can't be, we can't be nice. Let's not mistake the fact that Portland fans, for sure, and then to 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 a degree, were just thought this was groundbreaking when he went to Portland. And yep. your average Portland consumer, <laughs> to, for <laughs> lack of a better term, would have said, "Yes, this is gonna this is gonna be good." Portland fans, though, were losing their shit. I know. Well, I mean, <clears throat> I was definitely pumped. And at the time, what about this move was ever bad? We saw him play small ball five for the Houston Rockets. And now Portland's just like, all right, come in and be our power forward now. And it was like, this is perfect. 
Play him mm-hmm. next to Nurkic. He's going to space the floor, but him and Nurkic together would be a good defensive defensive duo down low. Mm-hmm. Currently 30th in defense. So uh, embarrassing. Embarrassing. It is uh, very th- embarrassing. This is a guy that was better in theory. Not necessarily looking yeah, at because the stats. You knew he wasn't going to put up crazy stats, but you knew he was going to be respectable and really you thought he was going to fit into the system and all this stuff, but it's just not working. 3D. Yeah. The, the he should be a 3D. Phony 3D. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, the field I mean, goal yeah. percentage is only slightly down. Three-point percentage is down, but attempts are down. Yep. Points are down. Does not get to the line, if at all. Is he getting any blocks? Yeah, he's at a block and a steal per game. So he's still contributing in that way. It's just, it hasn't hit how it needed to. And maybe no. to some degree, like De'Aaron Fox, obviously they're completely different players, but like, is there another team out there where he would he would finally be hitting again and, you know, and fitting in well? Because, you know, he was pretty good in Philly. Yeah. So, yeah. And maybe he just needs a change of scenery right now. Maybe it's a product of his environment. Portland obviously isn't exactly the most stable basketball team in culture. Send um, him back to Philadelphia. <laughs> Please. See, I was thinking a team like Miami can make a move on him. Oh, man. And start him instead of PJ Tucker? Oh, That's boy. Sad. Or you bring him off the bench. All right. I don't know. I think guys like, there's him certain the, guys. Him- him at the four next to Bam. Yeah. But yeah. does that just sound good? Is that the thing? Is that just good it, in theory? Well, it all depends on the fact is, is he going to be a good spot up shooter? Is he going to leave the lane completely wide open for Bam, be able to get putbacks, and be able to stand in the corner and reliably hit a three-point shot? Exactly. And are the, three, are, are the threes going to be 40? I mean, he's got to be shooting 43 yeah. from three. Exactly. In that, in that situation for him to, to really make a difference. And they so could use the, that. The corner threes this, per, this season for Robert Covington, 22% of his threes are coming from the corner and he's shooting 44%. That's not bad. He's got a career high of 39 from three. Yeah. I think he needs to be shooting at least 40 if he yeah. goes to Miami. On like eight attempts per game. <laughs> Yeeting. Just I mean, they're launching. back to Jay Crowder. Exactly. Yeah. Cause that's what Jay Crowder does. He just yeets. Could, could, could he go back to being Jay Crowder? I mean, that's really what it comes down to. And not only that, Jay Crowder in the playoffs. I mean, right now, I would say Jay Crowder has always been the better overall player than Covington career wise mm-hmm. because of what Crowder has been able to do in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But I think that Covington has always had the skill and length to be better than Crowder. Right. It just never happens. So yeah, better on paper. Exactly. Man, that sucks. Poor guy. Cause I, I love the guy. I love Kev too. Cause it's rough, dude. when he gets it going, his three just looks nice. Mm-hmm. The defense looks nice. The blocks are always nice. He can get Who it else? going. He can get it going. Who else do you got? So, Okay. This is my most hot take, I think. I'm just going to say Jeremy Grant of the Detroit Pistons. Damn, shots fired. 
So this is no way an indication of his skill level. Mm-hmm. But I think that he should have stayed in Denver. I think he could be a better version of what Aaron Gordon was already. Had they already had they been able to get Aaron Gordon and keep Jeremy Grant, I think that they would be even better off. I think at that I point, think I know I think he adds a little bit more to them offensively that they could use right now. Yeah. And you know what? Let's not shy away from the fact that if they had Jeremy Grant rather than Michael Porter Jr., mm. they might be sitting a little bit better right now. And you may have flipped Michael Porter Jr. into an asset. Yeah. A backup point guard. <laughs> a backup right. point guard or shooting guard. A Ricky Rubio. Oh my wow. Wow. What would a Rubio Campazzo backcourt look like? What would a Rubio Jokic two-man game look like? Ridiculous. Two good, great passers. That'd be great off the bench. Exactly. Rubio's coming in 25 minutes a game. Oh, so, yeah. So would John Wall. Yeah, John Wall, if he wanted to do that. I think that John Wall to Miami is probably mm. the strongest thing right now because... Oh, Miami's out there shilling for him, too. Yeah, exactly. They should be. They're out there exactly. planting the seeds. It's probably collusion again. <laughs> Don't you remember that? They were like, you know, if John Wall was able to become available, we definitely would. He's got a, we got a home for him. <laughs> it's like, good God, these guys are war stockpiling for Brooklyn. Literally, Brooklyn and, and Milwaukee. And Milwaukee. <laughs> it's Milwaukee. That's really... See, I don't even think they're worried about Brooklyn, personally. Damn. Because they beat it? Or no, Miami didn't beat them. But, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're... they're Kevin Durant. They're, they know Kevin Durant. Yeah. Okay, that's that. That's no no mistake. But ultimately, their end game is Milwaukee. But They want Giannis's head on a silver platter. <laughs> you know they do. You know they do. Their beef is with Milwaukee. If Giannis loses to Miami again, what does that oh. mean? Oh, my God. Does that knock Giannis out of the top five? And no. Jimmy Butler? No. You can't. Yeah, but you can't. What if, what if Jimmy and the Heat beat Giannis in the Eastern Conference Finals, go to the Finals, and win? Because you know, sure as hell, LeBron James ain't going to be in the finals this year. I'll tell you what it does regardless if they go through Brooklyn or if Brooklyn just falls to someone else. James Harden is out the top five. Oh, yeah. James Better Harden's on no paper. Longer. Better on paper? Uh, no. No. <laughs> better, better in the old way they officiated the basketball game. Yeah. Let's take a look at that. 20.6 points per game across th- 23 games. from the field. Yikes. 34% from three on on 7.3 attempts. 88% from the free throw. That's never changed. Yikes. 4.8 turnovers per game. Mm -hmm. So 4.8 turnovers to eight assists. That's That's not uh, a good look. That's not great. Not great at all. Okay, this is something completely unrelated, but I just read it like before we started this. Zion Williams is reported to be at 330 pounds right now. No. Yes. No. He is reported to be at 330. Impossible. 
It's impossible. <laughs> it's totally possible. 330 pounds. Jesus. <laughs> How? He's 6'6", 330. James Harden is 6'5", 230. Good God, and they call Harden fat. I know, and Harden's already bulky. Harden's already super, like, thick-chested. Hmm. That's better on paper. (laughs) Yeah. No, absolutely better on paper. Because then when you see them in real life, you're like, holy fuck. I know, because the 26 points per game on like 72% shooting in the paint, that's ridiculous. But 330 pounds, is he'd be the heaviest guy in the league by at least 40 pounds. Is it too early to say bum status on that guy? Uh, I can't. Three thirty, dude. He's gonna have to drop. <laughs> he's gonna have to drop hundred and forty pounds. If he's no way, hundred and hundred and twenty. He's gonna need to drop eighty pounds at the most, because he's a power forward. You want to keep him at two fifty? Yeah, two fifty. Two fifty would be. He would be bulked. And he would be ready to push guys around. If he went down to like 190, we'd be like, what is Yeah, my like bad, my bad. I was anorexic. I was overestimating it. <laughs> Poor guy. 6'6", six, uh, six, 190, though. He'd be a wing. If he could lose 130 pounds. Oh, good God. <laughs> okay, but even 80 pounds is a lot, dude. It is a lot, exactly. And he was but- sitting like 280 before. He wasn't sitting at no 250. Yep. And he damn needs to get rid of this weight. The foot problems. Like if he doesn't come back, bum status. Oh man. If he doesn't come back, New Orleans is sweating. They have wasted two and a half years of rehab into their number one overall generational draft pick. They sold. <sighs> they sold on Davis. Went they sold on Davis and they sold on Drew Holiday. Mm. Wow. They are hit the hard reset. Yeah, that is that's rough. Uh, Jeremy Grant, though, to finish up on yeah. him. Did you have any numbers on him? Seventy-five games that he's played in Detroit. Twenty-one points per game. Four point seven rebounds. Two point seven assists. Forty-two percent from the field on seventeen shots. Thirty-four point five percent from three on six shots. Mm. Just not great. Mm-mm. Like, yeah, the scoring numbers are there. Like his ability to get into drives and get to the basket and draw fouls. Yeah, it's it's good. But like him as the first option on an offense, like and maybe Detroit is going to come around and be able to build some pieces out of their young guys right now, even though it doesn't look great right now mm-hmm. to that. He doesn't have to, somebody else can take the reins from the first option or at least share it there. But I just deep down really still feel that if he was in Denver, they'd be fine. Denver had him and Eric Gordon, Aaron Gordon. And they were still waiting on Murray to come back. They'd be fine right now. You would hope. I would definitely hope so. Denver right now is 11 and 12 at eighth in the Western Conference. Not looking good. Well, I mean, they've got everybody out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys that get real rotation minutes that are out right now. They're, they're a fucking skeleton crew. Oh, exactly. All they got left is Austin Rivers. Yeah. Oof. Uh, <laughs> just say that. We we finally let off of that guy for a season. 
Shouts out to Kendrick he's, Perkins. Yeah, he's heard too little. Uh, I'll go ahead and jump into my next guy here. I think this one's a little hot. It's going to piss off a certain fan base for sure. Can you guess which fan base? Western oh, Conference no. team? <laughs> Damian Lillard? No. That's disrespectful. Uh, that would be pretty disrespectful. I don't this know. is a role player on a Western Conference team. Draymond Green? Comparable to maybe like how I threw Covington out there. Not Draymond. No, Draymond definitely is not. Draymond's Better legit. On paper. Draymond looks awful on paper. And Draymond's legit. Um, eye test. I don't know. Guess the team. Just guess the team. Los Angeles Clippers? No. One more guess. Western Conference? Mm-hmm. Phoenix Suns? Nope. Utah Jazz. Okay. Joe Ingles. Joe <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I think he's just past his prime at this point. Right. His prime was 2018-19. I think people are still out here like Joe Ingles, Joe Ingles. And it's like, well. The passing will always be there. The three-point shooting will always be there. But I feel like athletically, he's just gonna start getting worse and worse. The defense, defense will the defense is fading. Yeah. Like he used to be the guy that they would put on Paul George and relatively shut Paul George down in the playoffs. Right. He was like, guarding he was guarding the other teams, some of their best wings. Exactly. So and plus he got the starting look too, and now he's not a starter anymore. Mm-hmm. So altogether, he's just kind of declined. I mean, granted, he is what age? Probably 32, 33. Uh, I got you right here. He is 34. <clears throat> 34, even worse. 34. So I would say that he's just getting there. Yeah. But I also agree that this is better on paper for sure. Last year, he was uh, 12 points a game, uh, three rebounds, four assists. He's sitting on seven, damn near eight points a game, three rebounds, three assists. Percentages are down. Field goal was 48 last year. He's sitting at 45 on less attempts. Um, Two less attempts, actually. 45 from three, 40 from three now. Still good, though. Yeah. On five so attempts per still game, 40%. Above, I mean, still at the league average, but... Yeah. Not as good as it has been. <laughs> no. In years past, so... Career Let's high of... Last year was his career high. But hey, they fizz out in the playoffs. And I'm not saying it's directly Joe Ingles' fault that they fizz out in the playoffs, but I'm just saying... Kind of like Covington. It sounds good. I want to know what the general consensus is that hasn't been said about Donovan Mitchell. I love Don. Better. I love Don. Bet. Well, I mean, I don't think so. Right. I really don't think so. I think that's too hot. The scoring is fantastic and always has been fantastic. The guy is 23 points per game across a five-year career already. He's hitting. His offense keeps taking steps up. Right now, he's at 33% from three, though. That's mm-hmm. a career low. Nine attempts per game. He takes a lot of confidence threes, though. He a is lot. a big big fan of one dribble size up right off like a 27-footer. Mm-hmm. Like He loves that shot. He plays like Dwayne Wade if Dwayne Wade played at 28 feet. Right. Like He feels like because D. Wade always had a money mid-range. He's athletic like D. Wade, too. 
Oh, yeah, definitely. He's got a great step. But he's just undersized, too. You would have to think that if he was like 6'3", 6'4", he would be an even better scorer. He's 6'1". If that, he might be straight six foot. Actually, the best way we can test this. Basketball reference, the goddamn Bible. Well, we just need a picture of him standing next to Chris Paul. Because Chris <laughs> Paul is allegedly 5'10", 5'11". Not six foot. Yeah, not... Chris Paul doesn't look yeah, like he's six foot. There's a picture here. Yeah, I think Don is probably about six foot. He's almost looking CP3 in the eye. But he's just a little bit taller, like a hair taller. Mm. So yeah, Don's undersized as well, but still getting it. What do they have to do? <clears throat> move Gobert. Move mm. Mike Conley. Move... What After this season, Miami though, right? look like. <clears throat> well, yeah, I would say give it one more shot with this group. That's too much, uh, and Miami. Yeah, true. What would Mike Conley in Golden State look like? Again, too much. What would uh, Mike Conley in Philly? That would be nice. But is it what they need though? At this point, I would want him more as a bench point guard at this point. That's what I mean. If Maxi and Thibault really hit, I think they're going to. I think that's something there. They need to I find think, a real three. I think Maxi could run at the two alongside Conley. <clears throat> yeah, I think Maxi's a real two as well. They just give. He's just a a good ball handler and above average playmaker. So that's why he's thriving in Philadelphia next to a unicorn center. Mm-hmm. Like. I don't know, but if I'm the Jazz and I lose another heartbreaker in the second round this year, I'm selling on at least a couple guys. I'm selling on Royce O'Neal. I'm selling on Bogdanovich. Let's not forget Bogdanovich, Joe Ingles. Let's not forget that Don might leave too. <clears throat> I think there's a significant reason to believe he would go to New York. There, that's a big Knicks. shoe to drop. And if he went to the Knicks... And was the compliment to Randall and Barrett like we were just talking about earlier. That changes things. I think I like him there more than Dame. I th- Yeah, I think that Donovan would secretly be a better fit for a lot more teams than Dame would. Mm-hmm. Because of what they are. And what he can do off ball. Yeah. Like, this guy, and he's a good, great passer. Mm-hmm. Don Mitchell in Dallas, uh, said it, uh, mean it. Yeah, <laughs> that would Can be you, nuts. That would be crazy. That's my dream fit for him. Him and Luca. Oh my gosh, they would average twenty-one three-pointers between each other every game. So dynamic at that point. They can play Attempts. in the half court. They can run. They can defend. <sighs> the Luca to Don lobs. Yeah, <laughs> that would be nuts. Yeah. Luca driving in, Don in a corner three. Oh, nasty. Yep. That would be an amazing two man game. Yep. Let's see here, though. Box plus minus. He's always been a negative defender. Don Mitchell has, but he's plus the, the offensively. You know what we have not gone to at all in this entire segment is the Raptor metric. Mm hmm. 
where Donovan Mitchell's teammate seems to be one of the best players in NBA history. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's, it's like, past the eye test. talk about the eye test. Yeah. Talk about better on paper. Oh, yikes. Who do you yikes. got for, who do you got for your next one? That was all I had was three actually. Oh, okay. Uh, low hanging fruit here. We don't even have to talk about it that long. Ben Simmons. Yeah. Yeah. Arguably, because we keep bringing up all these trade scenarios where he would fit in. But this always banks on the fact that he is ready to come back and play basketball. Mm-hmm. And at this point, what kind of question is that for him? Right. Does he want to play basketball anymore? I don't know the answer to that question. Exactly. So what is he willing to be? Right. I mean, like, I did think he ever want to play basketball. I think he did. And I think the best, absolute best evidence of that was him with Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. Him with Jimmy Butler and Joel Embiid. Ben was playing a role that was perfect for him. Jimmy is the guy who makes guys better. Exactly. So he just needs to be around a guy that is able to make guys better. Kawhi Leonard. Mm. I, I don't know that you can argue that. I don't know because... I think it comes back to the the fact of offensive pressure. Mm-hmm. How much offensive pressure can you take off of Ben Simmons where his first thought is not to score, but to pass and initiate the offense? I personally like him in Portland alongside Dame. I would be... The jury is out for me on that fit. Because I feel like once Ben Simmons lands in Portland, CJ McCollum is gone. Other pieces are gone as well. Covington. Covington is gone as well. They probably have to move. I don't know. I just don't really think that that would be. The I think move. they send Shake Milton somewhere. If I'm Portland, I guess I would want him. If I'm Portland, I think I would want to sell high on Anthony Simons right now, too after what he did in last year's playoffs and like what he kind of did last season that was going unspoken. If Philadelphia could get their hands on him, I think that could be a good shooter for them. Do you know who always will be in Philadelphia, though? I feel like Loki. Embiid? Korkmaz. Mm. Korkmaz is just, is Loki one of Doc Rivers' favorite players? Well, you know Toby will be in there as long as Doc's there. Well, yeah, because they can't move him with that John Wall contract that they gave him. <laughs> My God, nobody wants that. Not as ugly as John Wall's contract, though, let's be honest. Well, no, but definitely up there and uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable if they don't make it happen. (laughs) Well, it's look that jury's out on that. Facts. Speaking Uh, of which, um, real quick, just the the worst player in the NBA by this Raptor metric is Jalen Green, the rookie. Negative 9.9 overall. He's out here getting mad that Cade went first and he's the worst player out of Raptor. No kidding. That's not a good look. That, not at all. Caruso is second in defensive Raptor. How crazy is that? He's the GOAT, dude. <laughs> Caruso is insane. Caru-goat. The Lakers are sweating without him. Oh, yeah. I mean, that just looks oh, so man. Bad. The it fact does. that he got the offer and was like, hey, can you guys match this? And they're like, no. And he's like, Okay, I'll tell you a little less. And they're like, no. <laughs> That's such a slap. I mean, what, what a the slap. fuck? 
This man's oh. willing to take less money. He literally, well, I mean, really what he was LA. doing, I feel like what he was doing was like, at least, like trying to leverage, you know what I mean? Oh, but, yeah, certainly. But then, but then it truly backfired in his face because they didn't even want him back. So then he was like, fuck it, I am going to take my best offer. Yep, exactly. He did what was best for him. Yeah. And now look at him. He's fantastic in Chicago. Him and Lonzo Ball. Fucking A, right, man. I mean, that just looks good. Exactly. Uh, that just looks good. We can't overstate that enough. Uh, Crusoe out here hustling. Um, well, one more, and I mean, we can talk about it because we touched a little bit on Sabonis, but both of these guys are, well, this guy can't be traded, but just shit's going down in Indiana. Malcolm Brogdon, better on paper. Um, better in theory. See, and I'm going to rope Sabonis into this statement as well. It's really hard to say what is bad and what isn't bad on paper in Indiana because they have just not hit a level that they, I feel like everybody has had confidence in them to hit because they have guys. Mm. They have guys that should be making a difference for this team and should be out there really pushing it. Like they have a great score in Karis LeVert. Mm. Brogdon can get his. Turner should be doing his thing down in the block. Sabonis should be passing the ball, moving around. I think they have a great young guy. His name is O'Shea Brissett. I think he looks good, but he's not getting minutes right now. They have another guy. It seems like they found in Chris Duarte. Like, I don't know. Like, it's, I don't like. It's just difficult to say what they need to get done because they should have the guys. Like everything I see here looks good, at least from being able to fill out a team with depth. And they have TJ Warren, who's perpetually hurt these days and can't come back. He's a good piece, too. Like, mm-hmm. it just feels like all of these guys could go somewhere and <clears throat> make a difference. You know, like, it's just. That's rough out there. They need to go be good role players on like 20 different teams. <laughs> Brogdon in Boston? I mean, as the initiator, I, I like that. Brogdon in Philly. Yeah, if Philly's able to keep a lot of a lot of their current core, depends on what Brogdon is worth to the to the Pacers, though. He what kind of traded, deal they though. want? Why not? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he can't be traded. <clears throat> I think he's off limits because he signed an extension. Damn. Mm-hmm. Extended. Speaking of which, Dwayne Washington Jr. from Ohio State playing for the Indiana Pacers this year. Mm, from last nice. season. Yeah. Washington was nice. Michi is the GOAT, dude. Michi. I do like Michi. No, Zed Key is the GOAT, man. If Zed Key had two more inches, he'd be on draft boards. EJ Liddell, though. Uh, yeah, he's, he's making a good against too. Duke. Looking like a real small forward. Mm-hmm. He looks like a real small forward, a real three-wing prospect. Looks like a four in the college, though. Yeah, definitely a four because he's what six four, six five. He's not mm-hmm. super tall. He's got to get better at the three too. But like you said, I am not surprised that Indiana is about to blow it up. TJ McConnell was just announced to be out for the rest of the season with a hand injury. Miles Turner, so there Portland. Goes. Oh man, if you could flip him for Nurk, I'd say do it. I think Toronto moves on him. I think, oh yeah, that would be a nice fit too. I think Toronto would move on him and and him or Sabonis. I'm not gonna lie though, man. If 
the Knicks could get a Mitchell Robinson package for Gary Trip. Gary Trent, I'd say do it. Here's what's scary. The Warriors get Miles Turner. Oh, that's man. scary. <clears throat> Better on paper? I don't know. I think that's goddamn incredible. Him, him alongside Draymond? That would be, because then you just I, bottleneck him into a role and let Looney play the backup. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that would be nasty. That gives them depth at the five. Now let's, it gives them a stretch five. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. In theory. So right now, Miles Turner is a plus 3.5 player, and that's because he's plus 3.9 on defense via the, the Raptor metric. So, I mean, it's there. Like, he's, he's making impact defensively, but offensively, it's a negative. Mm-hmm. Let's see here, where yes, Sabonis. Sabonis is at thirteenth, plus one point one and plus two point two on defense. Mm-hmm. But does it pass the eye test for either of these guys? Turner is sitting on twelve point six points, two point eight blocks per game, which leads the league. Lastly, last year he led the league in three point four blocks per game. 7.5 rebounds, 39% from three on four attempts, 52% from the field. His numbers are actually up. Mm-hmm. So he's actually playing a good role this season. 25 years old, about to step into his prime. I just think that Indiana needs to start saying who wants who. You know? Yeah, fire sale. I don't know. It's just, it's going to be interesting to see who buys because what if he went to the Lakers? Miles Turner? Yeah. What if he went to the Bucks? That's okay. That's interesting. What if Has Brooke Lopez went to the Bucks? Back to the Bucks? That would be hilarious. Yeah. Start him a point guard beside Hot. Ooh, that's actually nice. Mm hmm. Keep their current five, but get Brogdon back in there to play mm-hmm. with Brogdon, Holiday, Middleton, Giannis as a top four. You know who's a guy I like in Milwaukee too on the buyout market if he becomes available? Who's that? Victor Oladipo. Uh, yeah, that could be something. Poor Vic, man. We keep calling for him to be something real, but we have no idea. Yeah, we, we don't even no have, we don't even have paper on him as of exactly, late. exactly. He's just been nothing. And last year for the Rockets, it wasn't good. It was not good. Twenty-one points per game on forty percent shooting and thirty-two percent from three. Mm. Whoo, chucking, straight chucking. All right, man. Let's go ahead and wrap it up here. One more take. One more take. Damian Lillard will not be moved this season, but he will be gone in the offseason. See, I've said the opposite all year long. Pretty sure my hot take was that he recently was that he was going to be gone this season. I think it's more likely that they say, fuck it. I don't think so. Rather than just trying one more time. Because I think that when it comes down to it, 
Dame will probably talk to the front office. I think that's what always that's going to happen. Like Dame's talked with the front office about it. Mm-hmm. Say, Hey, I preach this loyalty thing. I want a one more chance in the playoffs, even if it doesn't go well. And then the extension is just something else. Let's just get it worked out on a deal to get me somewhere where I can win. Mm-hmm. So why I, I don't see Lakers. why. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see why it wouldn't work out like that. If he went to the Lakers, let's say the the Lakers are as bad as advertised and they're looking as bad as advertised Would right now. they send now. Russ? You send Russ, you send whoever, Taylor Horton Tucker, you send whoever needs to go for Damian Lillard. And I think you swing for it, yeah. You, you fill back out again. You send Monk, you send... None, if he's ever healthy, you know, like no, you got just package it up. You got package it up. None or Horton Tucker, one of the two. Well, the Lakers would pick Horton Tucker because they think he's just sec- this secret monster because he has one of the longest wingspans in the NBA. I know it's just sad. Uh, one more take for me is John Wall to the Lakers on a buyout. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That just started downhill. It just went right downhill. How how unsurprised would you be if that happened, though? Not. The same. Them or Brooklyn? Yeah, like he's going to a contender. That's Undoubted. Are those two teams contenders? I mean, if they get John Wall, they're at least a little bit something else. John Celtics Wall Russ up on the, the Lakers team. right now. Ooh, yikes. The the play. Yikes. Who won that Dallas Nets game? Uh, let me bring that up here. Ooh, Nets. 102-99. Edge them mm. out. Mavericks are now 11-12. look I have. 28 on 9 for 21. Mm. Kind of rough, honestly. Dallas had the lead with... Let's see here. 3 minutes and 51 seconds in the fourth, and then it just went away from there. Brooklyn just shot down. 23, 12, and 9. It's good. <laughs> Kevin Durant, 24 points on 10 for 22. A lot of guys could use 23, 12, and 9 right now. A lot of teams. <laughs> Goddamn Los Angeles Lakers could use it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and get out of here, though. As always, engage with us on Twitter at PodDip, on Instagram at the Dip Pod, our website, www.thedippodcast.com. We got a lot of great uh, blog posts coming out this week. We're going to have multiples hitting you hard. Uh, follow up to the made man metric that we uh, spoke about on the last episode. Uh, maybe. Uh, I can get a little something cooked up as well. We got one coming from Sam also. So stay tuned for that. We'll be posting about it on our social media, dropping those links. As always, leave us a five-star review wherever you stream us. Uh, We appreciate any and all listeners. And uh, yeah, we're out of here. Peace.